0: You know the vibes, another night of the NBA playoffs. You're locked in with the Hoop Genius podcast presented by NBA 2K22. I am Mo Mutsi alongside real name no gimmicks, BJ Armstrong. the breakdown all of last night's action where we saw two teams advance to the second round. We're going to start in the Eastern Conference, BJ, where the defending champions beat your former team, the Chicago Bulls, in five games. Fortunately, there was no Zach LaVine and no Alex Caruso for the Chicago Bulls, and the Milwaukee Bucks, they took care of business, even without Chris Middleton, fairly easily. Now, the big talking point is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reporting that Chris Middleton may not even be available for the next round. But before we get to previewing that game, which will likely be on Sunday, and I think we'll be in the studio for Game 1 of Boston versus Minnesota, what a treat that will be. Let's talk about last night's game. The Chicago Bulls, I didn't expect much from them. I didn't expect them to put up much of a fight, and they did not disappoint. There wasn't really much of a fight. BJ, do you consider this season a success for the Chicago Bulls? Absolutely. Chicago Bulls
1: had a great season, and here's why. You know, there was a lot of speculation with the Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. What was the chemistry going to be with that? Well, there were a lot of people who said they didn't think it was going to work. Um, They put together, you know, I thought, I think it was a consensus with uh, um, ball when Lonzo came over, Uh, they get Alex Caruso. And for, you know, for better or for worse, DeMar DeRozan was simply incredible this season. He was the best player on the team, without question. They had a very successful season. I thought they overachieved. At one point, they were number one in the conference. Yep, big (laughs) time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And things seemed to be clicking. Now, like all teams, you know, injuries and COVID and all of those things came into play. And I think the expectations going into the playoffs that they would – possibly advance, so forth and so on. But you know, I don't think they were the upper echelon, even when they were playing well. So I thought this season was a very successful season. However, I'm a little concerned because now they have to commit to some of these players. And that commitment will be financially Zach Levine. Zach Levine, now he's a two-time all-star. He's one of those players where you're saying, okay, he's an all-star caliber player. Is he a max player? Okay. Certainly you look at his numbers, and his numbers probably will warrant that. But Mo, you know, I always I, you know, and and not just this case, but all cases, I, you know, as I look at this, I go, okay, a max player, as the way this is constructed, right? When I say this, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, roster construction, and all those things, I think there's two things you have to really take notice if you are an executive you have to say will those players affect my top line which is putting people in the seats and will they affect my bottom line which is winning games and if that player doesn't affect one of those or both then you have to really consider how you're building
0: a team and what's your realistic expectations and is the for shame it's a shame we didn't get to see Zach Levine fully healthy. I read today that he was playing fifty yeah, percent of his knees. You know, he was he was at best fifty percent of what he could be yep. with his knee injury. So credit to him for playing through the injury and give him all out, give him all the like credit. Other players. And,
1: and you know what? And, and and I look. I hope all the players get what you get. Get all of you should get the max. However, if you want, if you're building a team, because you hear me say this, Moe, When you're building a team, that's a skill. And if you're gonna build a team in this league that has any level of sustainability, you're gonna have to seriously consider how you distribute the economics of the team. That's just part of the business. All the players, get get all the money you can get. But if if that player doesn't affect your top line, or your bottom line, or both, then it's going to be very difficult to have a realistic chance of competing at a high level in this league. That's just mm. the facts of the
0: business. Yeah, the, okay? the hard part for the Chicago Bulls is uh, they're not likely to get a free agent signing bigger than DeMar DeRozan. Um, they've not got any assets to trade with. They traded away their draft pick, so they're in a position where they kind of have to pay Zach being whether you consider him a max player or not. They can't afford for him to walk. That's for the Bulls. I hope he gets it. However, when you start saying
1: max players, okay, and you look at the Giannises, you look at the Jason Tatum's, you look at these guys, your player is going to have to perform, not just get the numbers. He's going to have to perform when the lights are the brightest. You know, you saw John Morant last night.
0: The night before, yeah.
1: The night before. Okay, well, last night for me, but the night <laughs> Yeah. You saw John Morant. John Morant is must-see TV. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. That was just – the your building is rocking. He makes the plays where the lights are the brightest. That's just what it is. So if you're saying that, then let's go for it. But certainly Zach Levine is a terrific player. I want to make that clear. And whatever he's supposed to get, hopefully he gets it. Whatever him and his team, but I think the Bulls have some, you know, choices to make, and that's going to determine what this is going to
0: look like for the next three to five years. Well, I think it's going to be better next year because they're going to be fully healthy. They had not only Zach Levine missing well, we the last game we with health and safety protocols. Yeah, we hope uh, Alex Caruso missed that final game of the playoffs, but also Lonzo Ball missed an extended portion of that season and. When they were challenging at the top of the Eastern Conference, he was a big part of that with his primitive defense. Patrick Williams will be healthy for the entire season, fingers crossed, and he will have another year under his belt to develop and grow as a player. So I feel like uh, the, the Chicago Bulls are in a good spot moving forwards. Uh, they're significantly better spot than they were a year ago or two years ago. So credit to them. Do I think that even if everyone is healthy next year that they're going to be good enough to challenge to win these conferences? No, I don't. But that's a whole other conversation. And that's with all right. due respect, you know, to, to the Chicago Bulls organization and team they put together. But as you said, I don't believe Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan to be on the same level of a Giannis, Embiid, Tayum player of that nature. And DeMar DeRozan, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a great yeah. game too. But apart from that, the Milwaukee Bucks absolutely locked him up, especially with Nozak Levine. The defense really loaded up on him, and it was a struggle for him to get anything going whatsoever. So, you know, DeMar DeRozan in the playoffs, I'm still yet to see a playoff series where he goes really crazy. and um, But that remains to be seen. It's interesting. It's interesting. But the Milwaukee Bucks, it feels like the giant has woken up, like we said before in the show. Um, and an old tweet resurfaced, BJ. PJ. I I want to tell you this quote because I think you'll like this one. It's from Dragonfly Jones. Back in 2019, he says, real Gs move in silence like Giannis. Not lasagna, real Gs move in silence like Giannis. (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you something.
1: You know, I just feel like, you know, every time I watch him, you you know, you, you... I just, I, I just, what every, how he plays, it just resonates with me. How he approaches the game. You know, we talk about, you know, I hear this term now, skill set, and we talk about three point shooting, and we talk about, you know, basketball IQ and all these things.
0: He just plays. Did you hear what Charles Barkley said? I did not. Charles Barkley, before the game, compared him to the great Tim Duncan. He says, (laughs) Giannis doesn't care about the extra stuff. He said, other than Tim Duncan, he's the most humble, quiet superstar I've ever been around. He doesn't care about all the noise. He just wants to come in, play basketball, and win. And personally, I absolutely love to see it. You know, Mo...
1: You know, Mo, I, I I just know Mo what it takes to be successful. You know, and and, and and not because I know something anywhere else, but when you observe stars and when you observe these players, you say you see the you see a trend, right? You know, Mo, this is a game that is played by elite athletes is a game that's played by very talented players. But some of these players are just a little different. And and I've been saying this about Giannis for quite some time. He's a little different. And what's different about him is he has rejected what it means to be a superstar today. He's rejected that in this business. Because, Mo, let's be honest what this business has turned into now. It's entertainment.
0: Mm, don't want to get just, too real for them right now, B. Don't
1: want to get no, too no, 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 real Mo, for no, them let's, right now. Mo, 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 let's, let's keep it wet. Let's, let's, you know, Mo, there's basketball. Okay, and then there's it's the sports, business of entertainment. basketball. Sports entertainment. Okay, now Mo, Now, Mo, it's entertainment. We're talking about more things off the court. Than when we're talking about on the court, let's just call it like we see it, okay? We gotta call it like it is. What's refreshing about Giannis, we're always talking about him on the court. Yeah, he has rejected, he has rejected becoming a star to me. Mo, if you're asking me, and you know, just you and I talking, if you want to be successful in this era. You have to reject becoming a star. What do you mean by that? Becoming a star. You have to reject becoming what the entertainment world claims to be a superstar. Your Hmm. brand
0: and all of that stuff. Well, Giannis does a great job. He has major brand deals. He actually has a movie. Coming out about his life with Disney, he is the official international ambassador for WhatsApp, which is like the only person they sponsor, which is a huge corporation. He's the official ambassador for Google and the Google Pixel. For he has a long list of endorsements purely from just being himself. You don't hear about the drama. Okay, you don't hear about. Say that again. He has all these clearly being what himself. Ah, he's still, his money is still long, his endorsement deals are still mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Nike mm-hmm. signature mm-hmm. shoe, the Greek freak, the brand is still strong. So, it's I'm not gonna like- quote your generation, I'm gonna quote your okay. generation, okay. okay,
1: and then I'm gonna leave this alone. The great, you know, I'm an MC at heart, Mo. Mm. J. Cole said, those who know know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. See, you see, see, those who know know. Okay, but what I'm saying is Giannis see. still has a very strong brand. No, no, no. But but yeah, but
1: you and I know this. Giannis don't believe mm. that he is anything that has to do with them brands. See, that's the difference. He don't believe it. Because you know how I know he don't believe it, Bo. Because mm. he's still in that gym.
0: Oh, facts. Giannis. In he his... don't believe he's a superstar. He believes he's humble in that game. He's humble.
1: Well, you, you can say what you want. You can say in you're his you last
0: seven closeout games. Because you always talk about closeout games being the hardest closeout. Thirty-three points, twelve rebounds, six assists, sixty percent from the field plus 131 7 and 0 in his last seven closeout games. When he only played like 30 balls. minutes tonight. I mean this guy out is, out is balls, unbelievable. Close out the Suns last year, close out he when when the game is on the line and pressure's on the line, he steps up. But, you know, in terms of being a brand, he still has some sort of brand presence. On the other hand, Nikola Jokic I feel has no brand presence. He doesn't do any social media. Giannis at least posts a picture every time the Bucks play. He will post a photo with some sort of motivational caption. If the Bucks lose, I can guarantee Giannis puts a caption saying, on to the next one, or keep going. And if they win, he'll put, stay focused. I guarantee, I'll, I'll go check Instagram in an hour's time. He'll, I guarantee he posts a picture saying, stay focused, or eyes on the prize, or, or whatever. But Jokic, no brand. He doesn't do the social media. Don't really see him on adverts. He does his own thing. And he'll be doing his own thing. We spoke about him um, back home, riding the horses in Serbia. As the Denver Nuggets got sent home by the Golden State Warriors. Jokic, in my opinion, put up a fight 13, 19, and 8. And he was doing it all with a tight hamstring from before the game. You saw him tweak it during the game. And he played a very disciplined fourth quarter with five fouls to his name. Uh, did a good job to foul out and just bucket after bucket down the stretch to keep the Denver Nuggets in that game. But ultimately, Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors were too much. Steph dropped 30. He did a fantastic job. It's impossible for the Denver Nuggets to defend him because they put the bigs in every action with Steph. Come up too high, he's blowing by you. Drop back too low, he's shooting it. You blitz it, he moves the ball, relocates, catches it. Or one of his teammates shoots an open three. An absolute nightmare to match up with the first team in the Western Conference to advance onto the second round. BJ, what are your thoughts after that one out west? Well, it's it's very disappointing when you look at this. When you look at the
1: numbers, right, Mo? And I'm not a numbers guy, but here's something that really stands out to me. You know, Jokic has 30 points, 19 rebounds, eight assists. One steal, two blocks in 32 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then DeMarcus Cousins, the backup center has 19 points, four rebounds, no assists, one steal. You know, Mo, that's 49 points and what, 23 rebounds and eight assists from the center position. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mo. Mo.
0: And you still lose. Because you got... No. What, did, what did you get from the other positions? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, you, you got nothing else off the bench. You got four points from Bones Highland off the bench. You got two points from Jeff Green. You got Barton, Gordon, and Morris combined for less than 45 points between them. They combined for about what was it, 40 points between all of them. You know... yes, we me what I take. All right, I look at the numbers
1: and I go... But when I watched the game, Mo, I kept asking, what are they doing?
0: Hmm. Do you want Mo, to, to me?
1: I to me? I kept asking all game, what are they doing? The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Like, Mo, it was a brand of basketball that wasn't conducive. It didn't resemble playoff basketball for sure. I mean, I saw so many ill-advised three-point shooting. Mo, it's one thing when you shoot on the road and the crowd, you shoot at home and the crowd's behind you, and maybe you you get a steal and you may take, you know, a quick shot because the crowd's into it. Mo,
0: you're on the road. Six from 29 from downtown for the demon nuggets.
1: Mo, you're on 20%. the road. Okay. And I saw air balls from three. Just unforced turnovers.
0: 14 turnovers. I. I, I Do you know you what stood know, like, out to me, though? Do you know what stood out to me? They out-rebounded the Warriors 50-37, to 37, and they somehow lost the game. When you usually have a yes. rebounding advantage like that, you usually don't lose those games. Well, if
1: you saw the offense that I saw, I mean, Mo, I just don't know what I, you know, again, these are like, especially those two, you know, I understood like when you get a 19 point effort off the bench in 15 minutes, Mm. Mo, that's a significant. So my thing is what brand of basketball are you playing here? Where it just, something is not right there. And okay. You look at the other guys and you go Barton, these are good players. These are good players. Michael Green, these are you know, Britt Forbes can he can he could do something. Mo, this is this is what bothers me.
0: Brent Forbes, okay. who outscored Jimmy Butler in the first round for the Milwaukee Bucks last season.
1: Okay, uh, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, these are good players. These are good players. Every player in the NBA. Every every player in the NBA. But 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 these these are these are battle-tested players. These these are like rookies or or these are guys who've been in the playoffs and have played in some games. Well, I
0: mean, their second best player all season was a rookie in Bose Island.
1: Okay. He had a bad game
0: tonight. The rest of the series, you know. Here's
1: what bothered me tonight, Mo. This is what bothers me. Here's what's bothered me. You gotta look at the numbers. Tomorrow, tonight after the game, you're gonna go, wow, Jokic was he was he was outstanding. He was so outstanding that S- Steve Kerr put Clay Thompson on him without a double
0: team. Yeah, because they were running box and one with, with Clay Thompson yeah. chasing him around.
1: Something doesn't seem right with that to me. That doesn't sit right with me. That Steve Kerr said. I can guard Jokic with Klay Thompson. And when he caught the ball, I didn't see a double coming. And Jokic willingly passed the ball. Something doesn't seem right with me here, Mo. And I don't know what it is. I'm not pretending to know the offense and the system. All I know is that Jokic, he just floats around and passes and does things. This is the
0: playoffs now. The regular season was over. It's over. I I think that's very harsh to say. He just floats around passes and does things. I think he had a great performance. No, I, I, and, and when I he gets better teammates he around him, that, he's going to be hard well, to no, eliminate.
1: What I'm, what I'm saying is, Mo, if you have a... The playoffs is about taking advantage of the mismatches. What did the Warriors do every time down? They went at Jokic and DeMarcus Cousins And took advantage and created a mismatch. Mm -hmm. That's playing with a purpose. You have perhaps the back-to-back MVP. Why is he not either accepting the double team on the box or creating offense versus a smaller opponent so that you can create offense for yourself, or the team, I'm not blaming okay, well, him. Well, well, I just want to know what's the purpose of having yo Jokic is, is he's he was terrific, he was beautiful, he was all those things. Why is he floating on the perimeter and they must game? I'm saying we don't have
0: to, harsh, to be I'll playing around on Jokic because every time he got the ball down the stretch, he not, went I'm out and got
1: not a bucket. i got to put it I'm
0: on asking who's making a decision. I'm
1: asking. I'll say it again. I didn't understand what's going on in Denver.
0: Okay, because let's let's make, the it, let's make it more clear. You don't understand who's telling Jokic <laughs> to be in these positions. Because let's be honest, he's great. Anytime he touches the ball, he's great. I think he's so great. His teammates, there was that pass. You saw that little behind the back no look pass. Aaron Gordon didn't even know the ball was coming to him and he would have had a layup if he was ready for that. Draymond Green just said after the game, I told Jokic, thank you for making me better. It's an honor and a pleasure to play with someone so skilled. Usually when you have guys that are talented and skilled, they're soft and he is far, far from soft. I think Jokic is great. I think maybe he could be with a coach that puts him in a position to be more optimized against a smaller team. But here's the advantage and the reason why you can't just put him on a block and wait for the double team is Draymond Green is that great of a defender. You don't need to double team anyone when Draymond Green is I agree if Draymond
1: was guarding him. Draymond wasn't guarding him. Because he wasn't going to the block. (laughs) Mo, Mo. Maybe there's a misunderstanding here. When you're playing, you have to take advantage of the mismatch. Yes. There is a coach calls play X. You run plays to get to the mismatch. You run plays to get to the mismatch you don't run plays to run a play if they if the players defended well you move the ball you find the mismatch on the, in the game you can't you the coach isn't playing you have to take advantage of the mismatch that's the nba basketball game now in the regular season you might can get away with it because you're just you have more talent than the other team or or this team was playing with a purpose. You can't, we can't blame. Okay. Big fella. What did you see? Because clearly DeMarcus cousins saw something. What, what, what did he see? How did he get the 19 points on the box?
0: Okay, the okay. Okay. So so are you saying that you would you would want to see Jokic not playing how he's played all, I'm all saying season is, long all I'm and, saying and how he's Mo, potentially back to back is... You want to see him just post up like the, Boogie?
1: No, 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 no. I don't. Uh, no, Mo. What I want to see is the following: What are we trying to do here? That's going to give us the chance to win the game. That's all I'm saying, well, Mo. For, for the record, for saying. the
0: record, Boogie being on the block. He actually shot two points. Um, and being on the block shot the exact same percentage as Jokic did from his floating around well, and passing not, the ball. Mo, I'm not into so, the
1: percentages. I'm asking this team trying to do. What's this team trying to do? Because Mo, I was disappointed. I, I I thought they had a legit shot before the series started. But I was like, what's what what what's going on here?
0: No, no. They, oh, okay. they they didn't have a legit shot of being this. This team is a contending team in the Golden State Warriors. They're a team that people are talking about could win the championship this season. The Denver Nuggets, you're looking at the team thinking, wow, they really got to the playoffs without two of their main guys. Which other team in the NBA? Go to any other team in the NBA and take off their second and third best player and ask them to go up against the contending team. That's like the Warriors taking away Draymond and Klay Thompson. That's like the Bucks taking away Middleton and Holiday. That's like the Sox taking away Smart and Jalen Brown. And we're talking about, we're disappointed, the fact that they almost won game, what is it, game five here, and took it to 3 2. Well, I think I mean, your we, expectation we, of we, the Devon Nuggets is way too high. This.
1: No, I I, 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 again, again, Mo, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to leave it alone. Because, you know, I'm a fan of Jokic. I, mm. like, him. Mm. I like him. I like him. I, this isn't, a, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying at some point here, the NBA game, it will always come back to, to the essence of what it is. All right, coach calls play, play X. All right, coach calls play X. I see a mismatch on the floor. I'm going to do the mismatch. Now, maybe, maybe that mentality hasn't been shared yet in Denver. Let me tell you something, Mo. Let me tell you what what I saw the other team doing. They searched for the mismatch Mm. the entire series. Mm. And you can't tell me that that was by accident. Now, and you can't tell me that when you watch these teams play, especially the better teams, and now we're in the playoffs, that that is not championship caliber basketball. You search down your advantage And you try to get as many uncontested shots as you can by doing one or two things. Either you have someone that can create off the dribble or create one-on-one, or you allow your best player to get double, take on the double team and find the open shot. Now, Now, if you're telling me that's not pro basketball and all I'm saying is I have a player, that I know in Jokic that can create a shot for himself
0: and can draw a double team because there wasn't another player over 6'5 on the floor. Okay, but I'm saying if I'm Golden State and I'm seeing Jokic go to the block, I'm putting Traymond on him and I'm not doubling because they game plan, okay, through the, that, they game okay. plan and throughout he, the whole series, he, right? The Warriors game plan, game one, game two, game three, where they won three games in a row, was to stay home on everyone. They did not double team. Jokic at all when he was on the block through those first three games, and and they won convincingly. That's why you have to say, I put him on the block and wait for the double. The double is not coming.
1: Okay. Every game that I saw, but maybe my television was different than yours over there. They started off with Kavan Looney. They put Andre Iguodala on him. Tonight, they they put Clay Thompson on him.
0: What's the rookie? No, they had not, the rookie like they had Klay Thompson no, 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 no. for a couple of possessions. No, I didn't say. When they was running all the box. All I'm the saying, Mo, Mo,
1: Mo, all I'm saying is. All I'm saying is. If he, my, if my best player. If my best player. If I, as a coach, my job. Okay. Is to say the following. This is not an equal opportunity offense. The NBA is not an equal opportunity offense. That's, keep that in the NCAA or high school or, you know, that's amateur basketball. In the NBA, you get the ball to your best player and you play through your best player. And and, and every coach's job is to get the ball to your best player where he best operates. Now, if you're telling me, if you're telling me he can't operate, well, I'm, not that you, you, I'm not buying that one. I'm not buying that one. I'm telling you this. Better if you're telling me. If you, I want you to say that to me, Mo, and then I'll move on. If you're telling me that Draymond just can shut him down, and, yes. I, and I'm supposed to go away, okay, then because he does it then.
0: not just to Jokic, he does I'll it to Embiid when he I, plays Embiid too. He don't need a double team for Embiid either. He gives Embiid problems. Draymond is that good. Draymond is that guy. And that's why the Warriors are a championship caliber team. The Devon Nuggets are not a championship caliber team. The Denver Nuggets are only in the playoffs in the first place because Nikola Liokic carried them through the regular season and into the playoffs. And you, I respect no, all these other no, guys out on the no, roster, no, no but they was, have no business challenging with a contending team in the playoffs. And you're talking about championship-caliber basketball. Well, they're not playing. They're not a championship-caliber team, so they're not playing championship-caliber basketball. They're lucky to be in the playoffs in the first place, and it's through Nikola brilliance that they got to the playoffs and they were in there and around and in the series. They're not contenders. The Golden State Warriors are the contenders. And, you know, they're the first team from the West that's getting through. We're going to leave it alone. We're going to have a quick look at the games bravo, that are coming up tonight. Bravo
1: to the Warriors. My disappointment... In the in the watching the Nuggets, who's it with? In Who, the who's it really with? Because I know aim with Jokic. It's, it's, it's not. I'm just with the with the with the Nuggets. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to call out. That's not. That's not. It's it's not necessary. But you can't tell me. You can't tell me. In the in this league, you just can't tell me in this league that I got my best player. I am I'm, I'm not I'm not buying that one. Okay. I'm not it, it's just it's just like okay. it's just like I got Kevin Durant. I'm not buying that I can't get 30 points from
0: him. Hey, well you can't when Jason Tate's got him. But anyway, we're gonna <laughs> keep it <laughs> moving. And look at tonight's games. Because <laughs> tonight, <laughs> BJ, my agendas <laughs> you will know be what? flying. <laughs> The Sixers uh, are on the road in Toronto, and if Toronto can pull out the win tonight, oh, my Lord, are we going to have things to discuss before a Game 7, potentially? we got to see if the Sixers can go into Toronto and close this out. PG, I'm going to need some quick here predictions. I need one name. Philly, Toronto, Game 6. Philly are up three games to two, but they've lost the last two. Who you got? going I'm,
1: I'm with Philly? I, I'm oh. just sticking with... I'm just sticking with my, I'm just sticking with it. You know what okay. I mean? I'm just going to stick, you know, because I don't like, just the same thing, we, just the argument we just made. I'm not changing. But, okay. But we, I'm not changing. We, just we, we both predicted Toronto
0: to win the series.
1: No, well, well I, I think Philly, I think Philly should win this series. I okay. think Philly should win this series. I think Philly should win this
0: series. But you know what? I would love to see the Raptors win. And I hope the Raptors win, and I think they can win. But I do, But at
1: the beginning of this, I'm going to be clear, Toronto, that's a bad matchup.
0: That's a bad matchup from Philly. No one wants to face them. But anyway, there's two more series out West that teams can close out. The Suns go into New Orleans, up three games to two. I expect the Suns to take care of business, even though they're on the road. Devin Booker may even be back for game six. He said... He would be back after the last game. He shouted it to the, to the Pelicans bench and to the crowd. The medical staff haven't cleared him yet, but they're saying he's going to be back for the game six or game seven or game one of the next round. Do you see the Pelicans extending this to a game seven?
1: You know, Mo, I, I just look at these series now, you know. I, I told you that I, I thought the team that wins game five would probably win the series. Mm-hmm. So, listen. I think this team has two to beat one. But do you think they, they win tonight's the game. game? I I I think you win every game. Just like like to, tonight. You know, Mo. I'm upset with the Denver game. I'm upset. With oh, the we finished with team.
0: the Denver man. I'm trying to wrap up the show. No, I, I, I finished I can't. with them, We're talking about the Pelicans at the no, I just I need to know who you think's winning no, no. Game Six in New Orleans. The 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 Phoenix. Suns I or think the New Phoenix. Orleans Pelicans. I think okay. Phoenix. Okay. I okay. Think and then if a Dallas Mavericks are in I'm Utah, up three games to two, can Luka Dungeons close I'm going out? With i with Dallas. I'm, we'll roll with I'm Dallas, going with on Dallas. I'm Any going, last going words going. on the Denver Nuggets before we wrap this one up? I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. Well, I do know right what now, they're doing, BJ. And do you want, to, do you want me well, to tell they're, you a little secret about what they're doing?
1: Besides going fishing. They're going fishing now. They're on vacation.
0: And they're getting ready home. They're going yeah, I... to Serbia to ride the horses. They're going to Cancun to sit on the beach. They're going anywhere but the next round of the playoffs. But guess what? We're not going anywhere. We're going to be back here tomorrow morning bringing you the updates from the NBA playoffs. As the action continues, we could have some storylines to discuss in the morning, so make sure you're there. The daily update of the NBA. BJ, thank you once again for your time and your opinions on the Devon Nuggets and I hope that the Devin Nuggets were listening to this
1: episode hit DJ's phone if you want
0: some tips for next season uh, because no, I think the, when the they get season, Jamal Murray no, and Michael Port Jr I think they're going to be a lot better and that's all I'm going to say
1: yeah well I, I'm not saying anything I'm not talking about next season I'm not talking about that because you know what you know the one thing that bothers me more than anything and this is all I'm going to say is when I see teams that don't reach their potential. And this team did not reach their potential. They did not reach their potential this year. They didn't reach it.
0: I think they exceeded they it. it. I think they exceeded it. Okay. We've yes. that second best player and the third best player, you know, that best players have not being an all-star team according to you in Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. and the offensive talent. I think so. I think they exceeded it. They're playing guys, Monty, Morris, Jeff Green. with all due respect, these are good guys. They're good guys, but they're not guys that you have on a contending team in a starting lineup. But, you know, it doesn't make a difference now because they're out. We're not going to talk about them for the rest of the season. We're going to talk about the Gone State Warriors who made it through, the Milwaukee Bucks who made it through. A lot remains in the NBA playoffs. Make sure you're rocking with us. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following. Hit us on social media. And until next time, get buckets.